they probably know all about this special person. So if you know this story, then just enjoy me enjoying telling it to you again. About the most amazing person I never heard about in school. James Weldon Johnson was born in Jacksonville, Florida, 1871. At age 16, he entered Clark Atlanta University, a historically black college. He always thought of his education as a trust. He knew he was expected to devote himself to helping other black people advance. He was known for being a part of the Great Migration, which took place from 1910 to 1970, when six million African Americans moved out of the rural South to the urban Northwest, the Mideast, and the West. He became an author, an educator, a diplomat, a lawyer, a songwriter, a civil rights activist, and a leader in the NAACP. He was the first black executive secretary of the NAACP and the first African-American professor at NYU in New York City. He participated in Teddy Roosevelt's successful presidential campaign. And then afterwards, Roosevelt appointed him as a U.S. Congress first to Venezuela and then to Nicaragua. When he returned to New York, he became involved in the Harlem Renaissance, a cultural movement also known as the New Negro Movement, which lasted from 1919 to the 1930s. Johnson called it the flowering of Negro literature. He was the first African-American admitted to the Florida Bar Exam and to seek and to join admission to the Florida State Bar. Can you believe I never learned about this man in school? He was involved in the anti-lynching movement, which was one of the main objectives of the NAACP in the early 1900s. Together with his brother, Rosamund Johnson, he wrote Lift Every Voice and Say, which became known as the Negro National Anthem and the theme song of the NAACP. In 1988, he had a U.S. stamp produced in his honor. And June 25th was celebrated as his feast day in the Episcopal Church. But wait, there's more. He wrote a book called God's Trombones in 1927. It's a collection of poems that he penned after traditional African-American folk sermons. He compared the vocal qualities of these lively preachers to trombones, which he said was the instrument possessing above all others the power to express the wide and varied range of emotions encompassed in the human voice. In the book, he recalls hearing sermons as a boy that passed from preacher to preacher, from place to place, with very little modification. He said that these preachers used biblical stories as metaphors 
for African Americans struggling under Jim Crow laws, lynching, injustice, prejudice, and oppression. In particular, they loved to use the story of the parting of the Red Sea, the fall of Jericho, and the story of the Valley of the Dry with the Valley of the Dry Bones, the preachers expanded Ezekiel's one line about bones assembly, and they drew it out. Listen, they'd shout. On the day of resurrection, the leg bone will be connected to the thigh bone. The arm bone will be connected to the elbow bone. And the backbone will be connected to the neck bone. The sermons became a source of hope for blacks, who were suffering just as the Jews suffered at the time that Ezekiel wrote that prophecy in 575 BC. Ezekiel had his vision of dry bones after Judah was conquered by the Babylonians, and a good number of the Jews were forced out of their own country. In the midst of their suffering, despair, and hopelessness, God gives Ezekiel a vision to share with God's people a valley filled with bones, long dead, a hopeless sea. Can these bones live? God asks Ezekiel. Well, anyone with half a brain could see they were long dead. There was no hope for them. They would never live again. And yet, in the midst of the vision, God breathed life into them. And they begin to connect with one another. And tendons and muscle cover them, and they come back to life. It's easy to see why this story was such a story of hope for the black people. You may have guessed by now that James William Johnson and his brother took the words of those wonderful drive-on sermons and set them to music. Ezekiel connected in, drive Ezekiel connected in. Dry bones, Ezekiel connected them. Dry bones, I hear the words of the Lord. Them bones, them bones, gonna walk around. Them bones, them bones, gonna walk around. Them bones, them bones, gonna walk around. Them bones, them bones, gonna ride. It was a story that encouraged the ancient Hebrew people in their despair. And it was a story and a song that encouraged the African Americans in their despair. And it is a story and a song that can encourage us when we feel as good as death. I gotta tell you, a couple of weeks ago when I was in the back of that ambulance, I was thinking maybe I was as good as dead. We may feel as good as dead, and things may seem hopeless. 
Anyone with half a brain could look at our circumstances and see that there's no hope for us. We are done for. Uh, it's hopeless for us. And it's not hopeless for God. Just when we think nothing can help us, God breathes life into us. And through no effort of our own, we can breathe again. We believe again. We are alive again. This week, I took three of my friends out to dinner. And I told them that they were gathered together because I'm alive. I was celebrating that God had breathed life into me again. And he wasn't done with me yet. We are alive again. We've been plucked from our tomb of despair. God does not abandon us even when we lose the desire to go on. Ezekiel connected him, dry bones. Ezekiel connected him, dry bones. Ezekiel connected him, dry bones. Now he knew the word of the Lord. Dim bones, dim bones, bones, walk around, dim bones, dim bones, 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 walk around, dim bones, dim bones, bones, walk around, Bones and bones gonna rise again, them bones and bones gonna rise again, them bones and bones gonna rise again, In our moments of spare, you know, I kind of wondered, if I hadn't had so much pain, I might have sung that song, the ambulance. <laughs> In our moments of despair, may we remember the breath of God. That's what's gonna bring us back to life. May we be inspired by all those people before us who have been rescued by our God who will not abandon us in our despair. And may we be inspired by the lives and the music and words of James Weldon Johnson and his brother Rosamund and all the preachers who inspired them. Amen.